Oh, hello. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. This is Nicole BZ, and you know everything. As you know, most of these are inspired by the conversations that I get to have all day, every day. There's also, you know, some cards that get pulled, some pings and punches, <laughs> you know, the hits that just keep on coming. And something I've been talking about a lot with people. And uh, if you're listening, you're, you're going to, I mean, if you're listening, you're probably listening if you're listening. But if you're one of the people, thank you for the inspiration for today. You know who you are. And I hope you get something out of this because these are thoughts that I've built on since our conversation. You know, uh, a lot of people want to know how to make more money. And, you know, I like I kind of try to take this step back from like the monetization of everything. Having worked with artists and visionaries for my entire career, it's so easy to see someone who is talented, to see a unique genius and to tell that person you should sell this, especially in the United States. But I think anywhere in like Western capitalist economics when we see something good, we want to price it because we've used money as the metric for value. And I'm thinking of money as a metric of perception, or I've heard it described as a unit of energy, which I think is a really healthy way of thinking about it. So for this conversation, I'm going to talk about money, but I'm also going to talk about more, just creating more opportunity, more choices, more freedom. Think about your values. I know, I beat the value horse. Till is dead. That was a really ugly analogy. Apologies. Definitely like running on fumes right now, but this really needed to kind of get said and shared. So here we are. Lots of business owners. I mean, lots of people, like everyone, not everyone, but anybody that's listening to this is usually asking, how do I get more? More of that thing that I love so much, more of that thing that I work so hard for, more of that thing I'm trying to create or affect or influence or change. And like, I think there's a couple different ways of thinking about this and going about this. And as someone who is an opportunist at worst, <laughs> and, uh, a crazy optimist at best, I think there is always more opportunity available. And you'll, you'll often hear me say, like, if you're in the binary, if you're in the either or, you know you're operating like you were limiting your experience because you're in the binary and there is always endless opportunity and limitless potential available when we can look for it. And, you know, when we're resourced, when we're able to just tap into that, that energy, that awareness, that perspective, and it's always available. It's just, we're not always there. Right. So in speaking with a bunch of different business owners who are trying to, you know, get more customers, clients, buyers, who are trying to get more money, who are trying to come up with new services or new products, or maybe they're just trying to create like compelling messages or marketing with the artists who are, are trying to dream into their next, their next body of work or the next piece or, you know, is this done or blah, 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 blah. I think there's kind of three different ways to approach this. And what has been coming up over and over and over again and and it's not just me, like a lot of people are talking about this right now, but you probably take for granted what you're really good at because you're really good at it. I can see all of the pieces. I thought everybody could do this. Like I can take something apart almost instantly, see all of the various like components and, and pieces and 
connections and like, and then I can put it all back together. I I am able to, you know, if you've worked with me at all, we can have a 15 minute conversation and I can break apart your business. I can give you three different linear paths that you can walk down that can all connect to a final destination and give like clarity that to something that has felt so convoluted and cloudy and murky and impossible. And it's just like the way that I think. So for the longest time, it never occurred to me other people didn't like think like this. And then I spent a long time being really frustrated because I would, I would just be standing at that destination like, okay, what the fuck is everybody doing? And like, Everyone else is just kind of like running around and bumping into each other and like, you know, kind of making a bigger mess that, you know, I then feel like I have to clean up because like I can I can see that happening as well. And then I realized, oh, oh, this is that thing that I do. This is, you know, my zone of genius, my latent mutant superpower. And actually, this is my active service. This is how I can help. That's how I got into saving businesses. That's how I got into consulting to businesses. That's how I got into, you know, being this like cog in someone's machine that allowed that machine to grow internationally or start a nonprofit or, you know, all of these different things. But at like, it's taken me 20 years of doing that work. And then another few years of understanding how I can allow other people to see all of the pieces in their own experience so they can create their own success so that I could sell it. <laughs> and I didn't start with selling it. That was that was a, that was the reluctant call on the hero's journey. But the point being, start to hone in on what it is that you do best. And there's a couple of different ways of doing this. What do you enjoy doing is a pretty simple way of thinking about it. I heard another sort of business coach consultant talking about it in terms of like, what's the high ticket work in your business? So what's the thing that you do that nobody else can do? What's the thing you would pay someone $1,000 an hour to do? Again, I think make it simple. Does it light you up or does it drain you? So just by kind of starting to understand what it is you do and and like that it's like your jam. I also talk to a lot of business owners who are like really good at like the admin and the back end. That doesn't, but they don't fucking like it. Like what they want to be doing is connecting with their customer client buyer. What they want to be doing is going to conferences and trade shows and seeing what like the cutting edge of the industry is doing. But you know, like they're good at the back end stuff. So they do it hone into the thing that lights you up and and just like, just give yourself like the pretend playtime. I, I can already hear someone going, well, I don't have time to do the stuff that lights me up because I'm too busy running my goddamn business. Cool. <laughs> if you're looking for more opportunity in your business, please keep listening. So start with what it is that you love, what it is that you're really good at, what is like your secret sauce, what is, yeah, your late mutant superpower. I can also hear the fear. So please, 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 start to notice where you talk yourself out of that thing, where you say, nobody gives a shit about that. That's not, that's not special. Like who cares? And for some of my people, like they actually just really love doing the work. They love being the person doing the floral arrangements, or they love being the masseuse with the hands on the body, or, you know, they love being the sales guy and and calling up, even though they're the owner of the multinational business, like they love getting their hands dirty. That's cool too. Okay. So the naysayer, the person that tells you the voice in your head, 
or the gremlin on your shoulder, the old teacher, parent or caretaker, whatever, standing behind you with their arms crossed saying, nobody cares. That doesn't matter. You're not that special. Cool. Just start to like write those down somewhere and get then back to what the thing is that you love. So from there, again, with the framework of like what we're trying to do is figure out how to create more in your business, whether that's more opportunity or more money or more of what you love. So pretty great place to start with what you love, right? Now, in terms of like actually monetizing this or, or taking action on this, to the naysayer, <laughs> to, the, to the person in the back who was shouting, well, I don't have time for this. Okay, that's a really valid, very reasonable objection. So then the question becomes, how much time do you want to dedicate to to creating more in your business? It can be an hour. It's not even about the time. It's about shifting focus and investing into this growth. So often as the owner, we can get completely caught up and bogged down and just keeping things running. So you have to be willing to challenge your own status quo. Are you willing to make a a very small commitment but investment in growth, in exploring new opportunities, in making more money? I think the obvious answer is yes. But like there's that person in the back shouting, but there's no time or I don't know how or how. Just write that voice down and just, again, keep listening. Indulge me if for nothing else to eventually indulge yourself. So another way of thinking about this is what if you wanted to sell your business? What's the asset in your business? What's the intellectual property in your business? And even if you're a team of one, and especially if you are a team of one, it's the way that you do things. That's what makes you different. And I, I, I can hear it. I don't do things differently than anybody else. Not true. That's just fucking not true. So so write that down. I'm not special. I don't do things differently. And come back, <laughs> okay? The reason you're here, the reason you're listening, the reason you care, the reason you want to create more is because you are a very unique, very special mutant who just needs to get bit by that damn spider. Start to capture your process. And also, this is like twofold, because in doing that, you're going to start to figure out what are the things you love and what are the things that you don't love? What are the things that light you up? What are the things that don't? Just start paying attention to how you do things. How do you take that sales call? What do you say? How do you update your website? How do you lead your team? How do you organize yourself for a meeting? How do you organize yourself for a negotiation? Like the way that you do everything is your secret sauce. It is your differentiator. But we just, we take for granted that the way that we think and speak and do is actually fucking magic. It is alchemical. It is taking like these electric impulses in our brain and turning them into like physical product. Like that's If that's not magic, I don't know what is. Fucking at me on that one. Because I would love to know what your definition of magic is if you don't think it's taking something that doesn't exist and then bringing it into existence. And your spell is the way that you do that. So to kind of ground this as well, we can start to lean into like the all of the different activities, all of the different possibilities, all of the different potential. And so you start with all of the things that you love. And now they're like... Of all of that giant list, you might not be like super excited about everything. Like I'm trying to think of something that I love. I love, I love public speaking. Like I do. I like public speaking. But like, am I really excited 
about like creating a whole bunch of public speaking opportunities for myself. And now, so even though I know I'm good at speaking, I know that oration is like, there's something alchemical that happens with that for me as well. This is my exercise. This is my investment in that quite literally my podcast that you're listening to, but like, I'm not going to invest like a lot of time and energy in my business and trying to grow those opportunities. It's something I'm good at. It's something I, I I love, but like I'm not super excited about it. So start with that giant list of everything that you love and you can chip away at this. I mean, shit, you can just have a running list of all of that stuff. Then look at like, but what are you legitimately excited about? Then you can ask yourself, could this make money if that's part of your filter? Either or. So if it could make money or like, what do I love? What am I really excited about? Can I do this now? A lot of our ideas, especially for my creative visionaries out there who are literally like shitting out ideas constantly, they're not all doable in this moment. And so capture them, put them in the squirrel cage, as I like to call it, but then like come back to right now. So how do we create more in our business now? We hone in on what we love, what we're excited about and things that can take action now. And even if it is, just do a little more research. Join a, a networking or a, an online community where people are having this conversation. Educate yourself. Like that qualifies, okay? In terms of making more money right now, you might also be surprised about those things that you are innately good at that you don't give yourself a lot of credit for. And oftentimes, in, in especially in the business owner's mind, when we think about more, we think it has to be under this umbrella of this particular business. Why I'm a big believer in momentum and I'm sure you could like it's the snowball, right? And so if we feel stagnant in an area, please give yourself permission to build growth someplace wildly different. If you're looking to monetize it, if you quite frankly need more money, don't be afraid to look outside of your business container while utilizing the talents you use within your business. So as an example, I was speaking with somebody today who is growing essentially a salon. She's moved from LA, she's now in Denver, and she is growing a really successful business really quickly. And she was like, you know, it's, I just, I, her, her challenge is, is that she killed herself creating such a successful business in LA. She doesn't want to do that again in Denver. And so she's like, but I just, I haven't figured out how I can make as much money as I want without overworking myself. And I said, I mean, you're a phenomenal at business development. Like getting clients for salons, that might seem like something obvious to you and that every salon should just be able to do. But that's what I usually talk to people about is how they can get more clients in. And she was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, you've been able to build not one, but two very successful businesses within less than a year. That's a skill. That is a, that is a very unique talent. And I, she said, well, you know, like long story short, she's earning commission from her business in LA because she was able to offer those clients off to other salons. And I said, you could do the same here. Like rather than spending, you know, 40 hours a week offering the services, why not spend half a day a week getting clients for other salons? And she was like, oh. And I said, you know, you could earn like a residual commission from that. You take a very, you know, 2% of that for the next six months or, or, you know, you can work out whatever deal you want, but she's like, well, what if I, you know, what if I'm just helping out the competition? It's like, okay, then don't do that in Denver. I mean, if you can build a successful business in LA in the like salon and aesthetics industry, hey, you can do it anywhere, my friend. And so that's just a really great example of something she just completely took for granted 
And then she was thinking, well, I need more money in my business right now. But it's like, but you don't want to be working that hard. <laughs> so how can you use your skills? And it, it, like, yes, it is absolutely business related, but she can do it in a completely separate space. And for anybody out there listening to this, it's like, you know how much easier it is to do your business for somebody else, like selling for somebody else, marketing for somebody else, branding for somebody else, business development for somebody else, networking for like, it's so much easier when it's not your ass on the line. So just think like planting a seed right there. I think that that actually rang a few bells for a couple of you listening. There are, there are there are endless opportunities out there. And so again, like when you think about what you love, maybe it really is like I have another client who owns a language school. She loves like one of the things she loves most is kind of going into each of the group classes and kind of holding court. Like she loves hosting. And so for a minute there, she was like organizing completely unrelated events. It was it was too much work. It was spreading her too thin. And it's like, well, why don't you host like immersive language events? You know, you can do it at the local German restaurant or French restaurant or French cafe or, or what have you. And you can invite your students and, you know, have like a, a little supper club. That's gone gangbusters. And she's able to monetize it. And, you know, it makes it good for her school. It's good for her branding. It's absolutely value related. She loves doing it. And it enriches the experience for each one of her clients, customers, buyers, students, students. That's the word. So anywho, it's, it's like a little bit of thinking outside the box, but it's not like reinvent the wheel. It's, it's again, what do you love? <laughs> How can you create more of that? So lastly, I, I brought this up earlier, like you've got to create the space. So many business owners are completely underwater and you've just got to carve out that space. And whether it's, you know, the first 20 minutes of every Monday, whether it's half a day of your Sunday, like fucking take it back. You're the boss. Okay. You are in charge. If you don't have time to invest in the growth of your business, you're not going to be listening to this podcast for very long. That is the game changer. That's the thing that's going to make all the difference. And it, it can be 15 minutes. It's just about that simple shift. Acknowledge what is the current reality that you're in and also the desired reality, where you're going. That's leadership, right? It's the ability to engage in your current circumstance while also challenging that status quo and saying, I get where we're at and I can see where we're going. And so I'm going to invest. I'm going to create the space. I'm going to carve out that path. It does take a tremendous amount of trust. Okay. I'm not saying this won't come without the naysayers, without the objections, without that, you know, old narrative standing behind you with its arms crossed, telling you all the reasons that you can't. Cool. None of that is untrue. And also none of that is fact. So capture those objections, capture those naysayers, those words. And when you have space, address them, argue with them, negotiate with them. Okay, fair. It might feel like I don't have the space or the time for this right now. What if we give for one month, we test this? And just to see how I feel by indulging in what you love, by giving yourself permission to play, you're going to be a better boss. You're going to be a much better worker. You're going to be a thousand times more productive. And if you don't believe me, Please fucking test it and at me with your results. <laughs> and if for nothing else, you might kill that distraction. So, so many people have these entrepreneurial ideas that they just kind of like, like it's the squirrel. It's not in a cage. They haven't, they haven't captured it and gone, absolutely. This is, this is part of our six month plan. 
we'll get there in six months. It's just running around in the background, acting a fool, <laughs> making a mess. So yeah, it, it, it is going to take trust. How do you build trust one fucking pebble at a time? One, one incremental step forward at a time. And you are human. You are a leader. You are a boss. You're a, probably a partner. You're probably a sibling. You're probably a child. You're probably, a, I mean, you might be a parent, even if it's a fur baby. You, you are all of these different things in your life. You're going to bring bias. You're going to bring pain. You're going to bring experience. You're going to bring all sorts of shit with you to this present moment. And also, you are unique. You are a mutant. <laughs> you have a superpower. You are so much more powerful than you give yourself credit for. And you are capable of so much more. That's why you're listening. That's why you're a little bit frustrated or resentful. You can see that gap in current and desire, right? So like you can hold these dualities. You can be on both ends of the spectrum. You're doing it right fucking now. So then the question is, is like, can you engage in this trust exercise with yourself? And it is about loving yourself. It is about investing in yourself. It is about indulging, indulging in what you love. It's big hero energy. And this is like, if you look at goal setting theory, if you look at building confidence, if you look at positive psychology, like you can look at all the science and the data. You can just also like open your damn eyes and look around or think back on your past experience. It is by celebrating the incremental steps, the wins that you grow that trust and that confidence. And it is about, especially in business, entrepreneurship, development, testing, test something. And maybe maybe that thing you've been fantasizing about in reality sucks and you hate it. Like I think about like short-term rentals. Everybody fucking talks about how amazing short-term rentals are. And it's just like this way of cash flowing your house and business. And yeah, I did it. I did it very successfully for a long time. I'm, I, I mean, never say never, right? But like, no. <laughs> fuck Airbnb. <laughs> and not like fuck actual short-term rentals, just fuck Airbnb. So it's like to indulge the thing, create the opportunity, give yourself the experience of testing that potential. You might actually figure out like, this isn't for me. I don't want to do this. That's just as powerful as like, oh my gosh, this is a whole nother income stream that I can grow and start, you know, creating residual income for myself. Amazing. Woo, that one. See, what time are we at? Oh, yeah, that was a short one. Yes, I like it when they're short. I don't know that I teased out like the sell your business mentality, but it's like start with the end in mind and your, in, your intellectual property, the processes, the operating procedures, the structures, the systems, the how-tos. That is actually how you can sell your business, how you create an actual asset outside of yourself. I think leadership is also the ability to walk away from something and it can stand on its own. You shouldn't have to be there holding everything up all of the time. That's exhausting. It's unsustainable. And, and, and like ask yourself, why are you making yourself like this so important and so integral? And what if you could create the support so that your business can be successful even if you are not having a great day? Just really powerful questions. Definitely my own bias on leadership and creating potential and monetizing in your business. I hope it was useful. If there's someone that you think this might support or help, please share it with them. That is definitely how this podcast grows. Reviews, stars, thumbs up, whatever it is on your platform are also really, really helpful. I think a lot of people just assume everybody else is doing it and that's just not true. 
So I think I got my first review just the other day from this exact plea. (laughs) So I tested it. It works. I'm here for it. And thank you very much for that. I wonder if I should like share the reviews with that. Should I name and shame people who are giving me love? Or hell, give me constructive feedback. I love a little bit of like how to improve. I really like the complete like crazy comments as well. Just for the record, I get more of those on social media, which you can find me at the BZ channel. I definitely spend most of my time on Instagram, but hoping to be able to spread my wings and get across platforms very shortly. Please sign up for The Loop, my monthly musings on everything I find fascinating over the last 30 days. It's also the best way for any announcements when I open the anti-business school up to get like the super special pricing on that. Any other fun things I have going on or events, I'm going to be all over the place this year. I'm actually going to VCon tomorrow. I was like, next week. Nope, it's tomorrow. And whenever you're listening to this, we're in the middle of like one of the steepest downward spirals in the crypto sphere since, I mean, since 2020, but I was also going to say 2016, 2014. Yeah. It's going to be a really interesting time to be surrounded by a whole bunch of crypto nerds and NFT people. So I'm really excited about that, but yeah, tons of conferences and teaching lots of master classes, which has become my new favorite thing. So if you've got, you know, a community, a container that could use a little bit of business alchemy, Holla at your girl. Hello at NicoleBZ.com. I can't wait to hear from each of you for any reason ever. Uh, And lastly, if you've got any questions, if you're seeking your own business alchemy, however like individualized or selfish it might feel, hit me up. I love creating podcast episodes around your questions. This was kind of an example of one of them. This was a few questions. Oh, actually. So if you're still listening, thank you. The thing that everybody kept saying this week is taking it seriously. I don't take it seriously. They don't take it seriously. How do I take it seriously? And my question to you is, what does that even mean? I literally, I heard that from five people in the last two days. I just want to take it seriously. In each instance, it was about investing that time, about carving out that space. That looked wildly different for everybody, but serious means something to you. And it usually means showing up. It usually means some kind of consistency and or commitment. Now you're in charge of what that means. But how do you make more in your business? You take more seriously. You take what you love seriously. You give what you love just as much importance as you give the data, as you give the success, as you give the failure, for sure. By taking what you love seriously, you will get so much more. Oh my gosh, I've got to end it on that one. I love you, bye. Bye.